friends, and welcome to Empower YouTube Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Paris, and I'm excited because you are in the building with me. You can be anywhere in the world, but you have chosen to be here with me, and I am so humbled and appreciative. Let me tell you about this show each and every single week. We continue to empower you to greatness that is truly going to help you, whether you are a person that have experienced a heartbreak, have gone through a divorce, or have endured levels of trauma of any kind, or you're just a person trying to rebuild their life and themselves, and now you are finally ready to live a life full of abundance, joy, and peace, then this show is for you. So with that said, thank you again for being here. I am extremely grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you because together we are empowered for greatness. You ready? Let's go. Hello, hello. It's your girl, Natasha Paris, a mental health therapist expert and the empowerment strategist. And I am super excited, as always, to, to welcome you to the Empower YouTube podcast. And I have the pleasure of having Dr. Shonda Paris Muhammad, who is the executive director of Be Well. And she's also a school board member of the Richmond Public Schools. And we have the pleasure of having her on our show today. Because today we are going to talk talk about what it is to be a woman in leadership in the C-suite when it comes to leadership and power. And what lessons have you learned from that? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So super excited. Let's go. Thank you so much for having me. Women supporting women, sisters sisters supporting sisters. Absolutely. is extremely important to me. So thank you for the modest introduction. Yes. I am Dr. Shonda Harris Muhammad. I am the current executive Executive Director of Be Well. Tell us a little bit about what Be Well is. Black Women Education Leader. Ooh, and wow. We are intentional I, I love about supporting okay. our sisters yes. in leadership in okay. the C-suite as we have known yes. to identify us. Um, we also provide mentoring okay. um, strategies, mentoring yes. support for Black women aspiring okay. leaders, for our teachers, for our Black women our sisters current currently serving in leadership roles such as the principalship, assistant principalship, yes. superintendency, any executive level. This is um, amazing. Leadership position, but also we are ever mindful okay. of those who are aspiring to be in those roles. Because once we were in those roles, and okay. I never shall forget for once I've come. So it's very important yes. that we are intentional uh, about supporting black women in those positions of leadership yes. and leading others to greatness and excellence. Okay. We are also intentional and purposeful purposeful about okay. so social justice and equality and excellence. Everything that the late Martin Luther King Jr. spoke about in his life and the legacy that he lives for us to walk into today. And the fact that we are located right now, we are recording 
at the MLK Middle School Absolutely. in Richmond. Yes. I mean, yes. what, what, I mean, this is Who just, is led by yes. a black woman, yes. Annette Dabney. She is the principal of this middle school oh my go- in Richmond, oh Virginia. Oh my goodness. So it's very purposeful. Yes, yes, very intentional. So yes. tell us about who you are because, oh. because you have such a great resume, not mm. just a resume, but you have a great story. Mm. So mm-hmm. tell everyone, because this podcast is really about inspiring women and yeah. men as well, but Absolutely. particularly women Absolutely. to move in directions that mm-hmm. they didn't think were possible, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah. talk about your journey and where you've come from and how mm-hmm. did you get to where you are now? And then we'll, we'll go and yes. delve in a little bit more. I'm a little black girl from the country, okay. Louisa County, small okay. town, Cuckoo. Where's Ooh. that located? In Louisa County. Okay. Just 45 miles west of Richmond, where okay. we are today. Okay, okay, fantastic. Raised by her grandparents. Okay. Um, I was a little black girl who grew up in trauma. Um, a little black girl who family members thought would probably be dead right now because of the trauma that I endured. But I had praying grandparents. I had a praying grandmother who prayed over my life, okay. over my body. I am a black woman who once um, wanted to take her own life. Did you really? So it is important for me to walk in my greatness. Yes. It is important for me to share the, the tragedies, the triumph out of the circumstances. Yes. It is important for me to um, continue to empower myself every yes. day yes. while empowering others mm-hmm. and not apologize mm-hmm. for whence I've come. And especially in light of what recently had just happened oh, yes, with yes. Dr. Antoinette mm-hmm. Bailey, the vice president of student affairs at Lincoln University, yes. Um, yes. who apparently took her life mm-hmm. as a result of bullying and mistreatment. And that in itself is very, I mean, just saying mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. you know, makes my heart sad because mm-hmm. here was this woman in the C-suite and took her life because she was being bullied at the level that she's current, that she was in. So talk about that, mm. right? Because you said that you come from trauma. Mm-hmm. You said mm-hmm. that at one point you had suicidal ideation, which meant that I you did. wanted to take mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. The trauma was so, so real. real. It was so real. Okay. And so first I want to start off by saying that my sister in leadership suffered in silence. Yes. And we can no longer... And should no longer suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. And my heart aches because we've lost another one. Another one. Another one. And that is important Mm -hmm. to say. And and we cannot cover it up. Mental health is real. Absolutely. Supporting black women Mm -hmm. is real. Absolutely. And how we continue to live in silence is not okay. That's correct. It is not okay. It is hurtful. Yes. Walking in that story of your trauma and being bullied in the workplace happens. And so when we are strong enough to tell our stories, we need to be respected by what we've went through. And it cannot overshadow everything that we continue to face. 
So what did you face as you became this, you know, mm. um, woman doing amazing things, a woman in leadership, a woman leading other women? So talk a little bit about, mm. give us more insight into that. How did you come yes. from being that trauma victim to becoming a victor and taking your lessons that you've experienced, or the, I should say the experiences that you had to endure to become the person that you are right now? Well, women hurt me on my journey in leadership. Women hurt me personally and professionally. When you say hurt, can you give me an explanation or just a little bit about what that looked like? Not leading me into righteousness, um, stabbing me in the back. When I would share my most intimate stories about my struggles. Okay and how I wasn't always believing in myself and desiring to have a mentor because I knew there were moments in my life that I needed to be mentored. So you would would go in vulnerability and you would share what your needs were. What my needs were. And and what was happening. They did not receive it or what was going on. They just kind of... They would would allow me to share, but they would always share my trauma. Oh, so they would break confidentiality. They would break confidentiality. Wow. And say things like, I'm surprised she's still here. I'm surprised, you know. Women that look like you? Oh, yes. Yes. (gasps) Women who look like me. Okay. I'm so sorry. You know. Okay. And, but I allowed it to continue to happen because I wasn't strong enough to check it. And so when I began checking women who would break my confidentiality, I didn't need an audience. I would pray first and God would give me the words to say. And I will always start with the I message. And how would that, what would that look like? I am hurt by what you did to me. And I want the opportunity to tell you what that was. And every time that I had the availability to speak that hurt, I became stronger. And so what three things Mm -hmm. can you say that you've learned from that experience? For all of our viewers Mm -hmm. who are listening and also watching, what would you say to them for if they're in that position of being either bullied or feeling Mm. not as secure in themselves Mm -hmm. or even having that imposter syndrome, which in fact is feeling like you're not adequate enough, that you're not good enough, but yet you wear the mask that you are good enough, but behind closed yes. doors, yes. you're struggling. So mm-hmm. what what wisdom would you impart based on your own experiences mm-hmm. and you becoming this woman that you are beautifully, I mean, you are amazingly gorgeous. I am. <laughs> I love it. I am that. that yes. yes, you I are. You yes, receive ma'am. it. You receive yes. it. Absolutely. What three words of wisdom or lessons that you've learned that you can share with our viewers? Your spiritual connection. That was very... Can I say this? Mm -hmm. Your I message. I think, can we add that? Yes. So that's one. That's one. Okay, can you talk? Okay, you said... Your I messages are critical in your survival because you have to speak to what you are feeling. And this is sending it to someone. Sending it to someone. Okay. Sending it to yourself first. Okay. I feel, Mm. I need, I desire, Mm. I battle with, I want, 
I am important. That is amazing. And so, when you empower yeah, yes, yourself. Yes. And for me, I had to use, I use sticky notes to remind myself on my microwave, on my refrigerator, in my study, in my office, in my car, on my dashboard. But what I was realizing was this, my daughter was in the car too. My daughter was using a microwave also. My daughter was also coming into the study. So the messages that I I was creating for myself I was also leading for her. So that was affirming what you knew was the truth for you. Absolutely. And so that empowered you to do something about it. Absolutely. Okay, so you had to build yourself up first. Yes, you have to build yourself first. And, And the other piece of wisdom that I would share was that never, ever, ever sell yourself short. Okay, talk about You are great. Your greatness may threaten others, but you have to continue to walk in it because it's enough hard work for black women to do. So how did you do that? How did you walk, taking the I messages Mm -hmm. that you were actually programming your mind to, because you were reprogramming your mind because I'm sure, because as a trauma victim at the time, Mm. because you're no longer, no longer, no longer, Mm -hmm. there were messages that were being programmed into Mm -hmm. you that became your default mechanism, Mm -hmm. right? So you Mm -hmm. had to reprogram your thinking, right? Mm -hmm. So after you had done that, the second piece was you had to walk in that greatness. You had to walk How did in you it. do that, for example? What did that look like when you said you Ooh. walked into your greatness? Well, first, I made sure my clothes was right. Like, Ooh. I'm going to walk <laughs> in greatness, so I need to look like the greatness that I'm going to walk yes. into. Right? And so mm. what I also had to accept okay. was one of the things that my grandmother always, always shared with me as a deaconess in her church, a woman who loved the Lord, love on those who hurt you. Baby, you got to do it. And you got to forgive. Because once you think you can forgive others, and forgiveness is not for me. It's for the women who are watching me walk in my greatness. Because what I'm not going to do is take what another woman did to me and do it to someone else. That is not what I'm going to do. And so I had to learn to forgive. And so when I spoke that forgiveness and I walked in that forgiveness, God said, not only am I going to bless you, but everyone who comes into your space will be blessed by you. Wow. And that's powerful. And that is so vital. It is. Right. We talk about this on my podcast on a consistent basis Mm. about forgiving. Oh, yeah. Right. Because forgiveness, unforgiveness is like a pile of rocks tied to your slavery. Yes. You are enslaving yourselves, yourselves and yourself when you cannot forgive. Now, it is not excusing what someone has done to you. But in that right in that hurt, because hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. I no longer wanted to hurt people because of my hurt, right? So I had to learn how to face what was still hurting me and identify it. And once you identify, and that now that is not an overnight experience, right? This is over time. This is over time, okay? right? I had to realize that I was hurting my husband by being a rape victim. And so once he shared that with me, Baby, I'm not going to hurt you. 
I love you. Mm. Once I had to forgive myself. That's the key. Forgive yourself first. Forgive yourself first. Yes. But then with that, you have to learn to love yourself. Yes. And so when we struggle with our mental health, it and we walk out with a fake skin, we are feeding into the insecurity mm-hmm. and everything that comes along with insecurities. And so that's your second. What's your third? My third is being able to support women who look like me regardless of what may come. Give me some detail. That's so powerful what you just said. They may forget who supported them. They may forget who helped them get that job. That's not for me to hold because there are others who are depending on me to help them walk in their greatness. Do you believe that had all to do with, that decision that you made had all to do with what had happened to you when you were actually looking to move up the ladder? Absolutely. When you were being, whether you were mm-hmm. being ridiculed or the confidentiality was mm-hmm. broken, do you believe that was your, your ammunition for you to do what you're doing now? Yes, okay. yes. And that is why Be Well, Black Women Education Leaders, is such a positive impact for our sisters in the world. We work with women, we have members across the country who have lived experiences, similar stories that help the next one. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I always say in my messaging to our members is take the opportunity to take care of your health, to take care of yourself, love on yourself. What you didn't accomplish today, what you did not finish today on your desk will be there tomorrow. No one, nothing is far more better than you living for the next day. And my heart aches for Dr. Bailey's family, who was not able to continue to be in the presence of us with her greatness and her light because someone else took that from her. And I am forever grateful for Be Well and the opportunity also as a public official, to have black and brown girls watch not only the success, but show up for each other and share their lived experiences and stories because that's how we continue for each other. We have to show up for each other. And that's essentially important. That's essential. That's essential and that's vital. That's vital. Absolutely. That's vital. I mean, This was amazing. So with all of that, what you've just shared, Mm -hmm. right? What would you say to the woman that is struggling? You gave her three Mm -hmm. points. You gave her some three actionable steps that she can take today, Mm -hmm. right? Because on my Empower You 2 podcast, I'm all about, let's let's give you something that you can eat and digest, digest, Mm -hmm. right? And process so you can move to the next level today, not Mm -hmm. tomorrow, not next week, not next year, but today. Mm -hmm. But what would be the top of the line words of wisdom if you only had two minutes to share with that one woman that says, I'm struggling right now. I'm in that C-suite. My degrees have gotten me there. My experience have gotten me there. I've worked tremendously hard. But I'm feeling a whole Mm. level of Mm. stress, burnout, 
I feel like I'm not being heard. I've done the work, but I feel like it's not being recognized. Yes. What would you say to that young woman? Philippians 4.13 has carried me through. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And when your funds are low and debts are high, when the road seems rugged going up here, when you want to smile, but you have to cry, rest if you must, but do not ever quit. That was amazing. We, love, in the Empower You too, we need to make sure that that is said throughout the entire uh, podcast episode, okay? So that was amazing. Thank you so yes, thank very you. much. I'm so honored and blessed. I am honored to be in your space. presence. Oh, <laughs> this will not be the last time. No, it will not. We will be in each other's presence oh. and love on each other. Oh, absolutely. And I wish you much success. Thank you so and much. And thank you for being a blessing. Thank you for being a blessing to other black women and women across your podcast because it is reaching the masses for them to continue to be successful and walk in their greatness. It's important that you continue to exist. Thank you. Oh my goodness, I received that. I Amen. received that. I received that. Thank you. You just given a word. We need to have her on a pulpit somewhere. Okay. All right. So with that said, I want you to always remember, be empowered for greatness. Because without greatness, there's no you. Yes. And without yes. you, there's no greatness. Mm-hmm. And with that said, thank you once again. Thank you. I'll see you guys soon. See you on the next episode. Thank you. are loving this content and our time together as we become empowered for greatness and you want to connect with me more, I would love for you to come and check out my self-empowerment scholars. It's my monthly empowerment sessions where we take all of the materials learned on the podcast and apply it and study it and take it to the next level. So join me over at empower you, the letter U to right? The number two dot com forward slash join, or you can text the word empower to 571-464-6511. That's text the word empower to 571-464-6511. Also, if you've ever gained an ounce of wisdom or the episode resonated with you, I simply ask that you do four things. The first is I want you to subscribe right now if you have not done so already. The second is I want you to hit that five-star button on your favorite platform. The third is I want to hear from you. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear how it has resonated for you. In addition, the last, I want you to share this message with someone. It allows us to spread the message of empowerment to those who are desperately in need. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and I want you to be what? Empowered for greatness. See you soon. Bye.